Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at No Clutch Nate. And I guess I'm the guest today. My name's uh, Chris O'Connor, and you can find me on social media under a number of different names, uh, formerly on Twitter slash X as Chris as as just my full legal name because I'm an idiot. Uh, Chris dot O'Connor <laughs> IV on on the uh, on the X. Yeah. Uh, well, you guessed I, correctly. Welcome. Yes, you are the guest, and you guessed correctly. There's, yeah, there's a joke there somewhere. But um, I, I mean, it's it's better than. Is it better putting your full legal name? I mean, I went with my nickname, I, which is Mark Meadows, which is actually also the name of a senator. I mean, so I get I, trash tweets all the time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of them are like golden Damn. internet comic comments. Yeah. Wow. Like I'm like, you have the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a Wendy's. Yeah, you know. To be honest, there was I can't. So I I signed up for Twitter. I I used my name like an idiot, like in when I signed up in 2011 or something. Mm-hmm. And I know like your your bit about your Mark Meadows situation. I have done that to some. I can't remember who it was, but somebody in like 2015 just pissed me off, and I got on the Twitter and I thought I found him, and I was just like, "You sir," or a blankety blank blank blankety blank, and then he's like, "That's not me," and I'm like. I am very sorry. <laughs> like, I will I take my comments you? elsewhere. My bad. I'm Can so you relay sorry. the message? <laughs> Maybe you're in the same Facebook group or something with people with the same name. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, we uh, we um, Chris, thank you for joining us on DC Cinematic Minute to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, my pleasure. I you know I discovered you. I mean, obviously we're in the dueling genre dueling genre network, but um, you know heard your lovely voice on a on a little show called Geek by Night, which is in its final season. And of course, you're also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute or TMNT Minute. Um, so, being that Geek by Night is about superheroes and Ninja Turtles have somewhat of a cousin like relationship with DC Comics, I thought I'd love to get your uh, viewpoint on yeah uh, man wh- what else than Zack Snyder's Justice League yeah you know uh, the Ninja Turtles have crossed over with uh, the old Batman every once in a while um, and and then in addition to in addition to Ninja Turtles minute I, I did do uh, a, a Marvel Cinematic uh, you know MCU uh, podcast for a while uh, which is still up on uh, the old dueling genre you can find uh, the um, Countdown to Infinity and uh, True Believers podcast uh episodes still up there we recorded it up through uh sometime in 2021 2022 so like oh so just recently 26 up. 27 movies and then we're just like we're done <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> maybe we'll get back into it at some point but uh you know they're still there it's, it's internet gold you can dig it up listen Th- to it does it feel like a lot of work now that the shows have become such a thing like that I think that's what happened to us is is uh, when the shows came along, it's like, well, do we cover every episode? Do we just cover it when it's done? And it just kind of got to be it just kind of got to be more than we signed up for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We when we decided to do DC Cinematic Minute, it felt like at the time commitment. the first <laughs> phase was like uh, linear and it is. Um, but now that we've gone into other DC movies and, you know, um, 
the flash and shazam and all that stuff it starts to feel like uh it doesn't feel like it's in our realm anymore so maybe we're better off just ending it here yeah dc cinematic minute are you what with the dc sort of resetting itself i don't know how much you've talked about this before on 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 your podcast but you know what with the whole great james gunn reset you're gonna (laughs) gonna find a, a, a a good place to bow out yeah, so this would it be might be the more one. natural than we would expect. Yeah. So, <laughs> fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, yeah, and and um and who knows? Maybe it, someone will will start their own DC Cinematic Minute podcast, starting with James Gunn. Like maybe they'll start with Creature Commandos, or um maybe even whatever I guess, it is. I guess that will be Blue first. Beetle would be the first one to do. Like that's technically I don't know who knows. They always say like this is. Oh, it starts at Flash. Oh, wait, no, no, that that was terrible. We'll start yeah, at Blue it, yeah, Beetle. It, it starts at whichever one doesn't stink. Yeah. So when Creature Commandos does well, then they'll be like, it started here, even though <laughs> it's based off the Suicide Squad, which came out years ago. But anyways, um, today we're talking about Minute Suicide 151 of Part wow. 5, All the King's Horses. Which 151. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, this is a this is a two hundred and forty three minute uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you watch like minute one fifty one of any movie, and that's the credits. Uh, <laughs> you know, or or you stayed too long in the theater. I got to say, like I I put this uh, movie on this afternoon to watch with my kids, and it was uh, well the the first time they said fuck, my my seven year old was like, well, this is not age appropriate because he's in this weird phase where he's like. <laughs> interested in talking about how things are not appropriate for him to see i'm like well fine you know what you get a pass this time right and then for the rest of the movie his little five-year-old brother was like this movie is not age appropriate (laughs) i'm like yeah 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 i'm doing a bad job and then like halfway through the movie he's like how much is left and he you know he pauses it to see the timer he's like two more hours it, it do it do be a long movie for it sure. It gets there. It gets there. It's a very valid feeling. They're they're in the right. I don't know. I I don't um. I don't know if anyone. Of course, someone has, but I don't know that any of my viewings has watched the movie from beginning to end without pausing for a break. Right. Oh uh, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I don't think I've ever watched it without at least, you know, I've watched it in one sitting, but not watched it like without, okay, I need to hold on, stop the tape. I got to go <laughs> live my back. life a little bit. Yeah. So, live. so when, when this first came out, you know, when it came out on the HBO max and it was the big release, I broke it up over a couple of nights. I, I, I like the, the, the kids and my wife went to sleep and I got out my tumbler and had a couple fingers of whiskey and I watched like an hour and a half and then an hour and then the last hour and a half, you know, so I, 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 I broke it up over time, but today, no, we just powered through it and it, it was, uh, it was a lot. It's a lot. A lot does happen. Did you, you know? continue and, watching it after the two hours? And it was like, oh, well, we're here. We made it. We might as well. Huh? You kept watching. You watched the entire movie today. The four hours, yeah. Four hours. Yeah, what watched, did I we say? Watched... Well, yeah. At the two hour, when there was two, two hours. hours left, you were still just like, yeah. We just kept it on. We just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the whole thing, me and the kids. Oh, kudos, kudos. Um, <laughs> we'll have to get them on the guest spot as well. So we'll <laughs> go ahead and bring them, and we'll get their opinions. Put it on, put on the show. Um, but yes, 
um in in this minute here um it starts with and let me scroll back to my notes here it, <laughs> it starts with the lights turning on in the scout ship you know they've entered the scout ship through star labs um and then the minute's going to end with the justice league arriving to kind of the ruins of this genesis chamber and they're looking down upon you know what will be this birthing uh, ritual but now it's a rebirth ritual for the now deceased superman so yeah 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 but chris uh before we get started and we are talking you know you just watched you know Zack snyder's justice league what are your thoughts about this movie in particular on a ha, macro level well <laughs> on a macro level on a macro level okay so um when the Justice League came out, and it you know when the first when the first cut fell, when the Whedon cut fell, <laughs> um, I watched it. Uh, I did not go to the theaters to see it. Uh, I was uh, I had I had long since been like, you know, basically I'd given up on DC um, at that point, and I was like, I'm not gonna go to a movie theater to watch this. Uh, and I waited, and I watched it, and sure enough, I was like, mm, not very good. <laughs> um, yeah, and. Uh, you know, I uh, I sort of followed with interest um, on the social media as as the saga of Zack Snyder's Justice League unfolded before our very eyes, um, and um, I you know it was interesting the whole time, uh, and and there was you know there's merit to it, and uh, I, I thought it was interesting uh, what we were seeing uh, in terms of. Uh, you know, fandom um, on on social media, sort of extorting uh, Warner Brothers DC into um, producing this, into recutting, you know, into sort of finishing this thing off, into doing a further edit. To, I'm not sure how much reshooting they actually did, but just just all the the work and because how much did it cost to finish this? Like fifty million dollars. Um, so when Zack Snyder further, picked it back up, right, and, yeah, and to was, finish the a, Snyder cut, um, yeah, that's a good question. It was, it was tens of millions of dollars. It, it was, was, it was tens. It was fully the cost of making a whole other movie. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fifteen, but yeah, there, there's a five in there somewhere. So okay, yeah. so fifteen, fifty, big difference. A lot of difference. Dough. Either way, yeah. either way, kind of more money than they should have spent. Um. <laughs> And when this came out on HBO Max and like Twitter lost its shit and was so happy, I was like, well, I'm so happy for you guys. I'm, I'm so, so glad you got everything you ever wanted by, um, you know, doxing studio heads and harassing writers and VFX artists and just like as interesting as it was. And as, as much as some people who were sort of engaged in wanting to see this were cool about it, I'm sure a lot of them weren't. Um, and they kind of drove me away to where I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this. And it took a long time before I actually watched this. And, and like I said, I, I had whiskey while I watched it because I was just like, what is going on? Um, and, and sure enough, um, you know, it's better. <laughs> uh, it is better than the two hour cut, but better doesn't necessarily mean great. Or even necessarily good. Um, so here I am to talk about an interesting phenomena in cultural, in pop culture, um, and 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 cinema uh, with you guys. Um, and uh, yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League totally happened. It did. It did. It did. It is happen. a movie. It's one of the movies of all time. You could say. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In in all of time, it is a movie that happened during time. Yeah. The the phenomenon itself uh, it could be, you know, it, it's like, oh, that's great. You know, just from an objective level, it's like, oh, this, it's it, phenomenal it that be. it happened. It is, it is phenomenal that it happened in a way. And if, if the fans who worked so hard to make it happen, if so many of them were not, I don't know. I don't know how many of them are listening to this. <laughs> I don't so I, it, I'm not sure what it, it, there's, there's a certain element of just like, Ah, you guys. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Hey, stop it. <laughs> it. It goes both ways. I mean, there there was, and at the time, you know, being on Twitter and stuff, there is a toxic part of of, of any fandom, right? Yeah. And so of that course, was- Of course. That, you Absolutely. know, being someone who advocated for the Snyder Cut was also having to, to, to talk, like, um, not to argue, I guess argue, yeah, to argue on Twitter to some of these toxic people that was like, okay, you- this is not right. Like the way you talk to people and the way that they yeah. pass judgment about people on the internet, like this whole echo chamber. It's like, so that was like difficult. There hasn't been a, yeah, there for me personally, I, I did have to distance a lot from people who were just generally angry, but like felt like their tweets were really being seen by such a big corporation. And I'm sure like, Warner Brothers was only looking at the hashtag and how many hashtags there were of it. So it was all quantitative, yeah. but they were yeah. never like reading into someone's exactly. notes, like reading their tweets and stuff. And so, yeah. yes, there is a toxic part of this, you know, I guess Snyder Bros would be the, the, the word that a lot of people used. Um, yeah. And, but and- then there's also the people who love these movies and and advocate for it on like an artistic level like oh like this is so wrong like ethically this is wrong and i think people do that in a lot of other fandoms as well and i think Mm. what star wars has that same reputation oh yeah yeah absolutely and and to his credit like one thing that i i noticed in in all of uh all of the the brouhaha on the interwebs and all the flame wars and all the doxing and all the all the shit that was slung, I always got the impression that Snyder himself kind of wasn't like he he never seemed to be like actively involved in the bad shit. So for what that's worth, Zack Snyder as as bad as Zack Snyder bros may be, Zack Snyder himself seemed like he seems like a bro, like he seems like a broy kind of guy, but it's it doesn't seem like he was like all that into just the shit slinging. Yeah, so yeah. It wasn't like he yeah. was props going, to him for that. Yeah. And, and like going like, oh, call your nearest head yeah, of the yeah. studio because they're doing me dirty. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, no, he, the dude mm-hmm. stepped away. I mean, I, 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 for one also was just like, I got to a point where I was like, I can't, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I don't even want to talk yeah. about this stuff anymore. I, I yeah. Until yeah, the very yeah. end. <laughs> there was a, there was a part of me that really distanced. And, and I, I, to this day, I, I still kind of. I hate going on Twitter because it's just that. If and and I think that showed once the Snyder Cut came out that then the direction changed for something else. Now it's about the Flash movie, or now it's about you know the next Marvel yeah. movie and, and and what's going on with that. Like if if I if I were to go on on you know Twitter now, it it'd probably be something about the Marvels or something. Like it's always changing direction. But the Snyder Cut was so big that it seemed like the biggest wave. And even before that, right? It was. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Boy, was that a tough time to be on the internet. So they once Aquaman comes out, The Lost Kingdom, it'll be 
all about that. It's like, I'll just have to stay off the internet again because there will be something about it that um, will just be really annoying. But is is that still sl- is that coming December or is that 2024? Apparently, it's still coming out. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good luck. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> that's what, that's what Good luck, say. James Wan. Every time. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Before we hit play, we just go. All right. Good Every luck. day is Christmas. <laughs> I hope it turns out well. Yeah. I like I like the first one. Jason Momoa is pretty cool. Let's be yeah. a good movie, please. Yeah. I. Me too. I I hard. I very much agree that Aquaman one is just a really fun, amazing film. Um. So in in this minute that we get to talk about here, yeah, um, yeah. less get fun and amazing. <laughs> it's a lot of. Uh, haunting it's it's like a more haunted uh minute that we have in this one so the justice league they're here they made into the scout ship it's a bit of like uh oh hey remember man of steel like we're here again we're in the scout ship three four four and like we've got these kryptonians and one escaped and is out there supposedly does anyone have any questions about the kryptonians because i'm sure we've covered it walking walking through these uh geiger walls oh yeah uh Quite, uh, quite organic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Great, mm-hmm. and, great and use ev- of words. Uh, organic and evocative uh-huh. of, um, yeah. of uh, anatomy. Yes. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Not the first uh, time we've seen that in uh, Kryptonian uh, or architecture yeah. and ingenuity. Rather, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know. yeah. They seem to really, you know, seem to really want to make things look like genitals. <laughs> That's what they want to do. I, w- I wonder if they. <laughs> I wonder if the Sistine Chapel was never censored. Yeah, but I was I was also thinking like we know it is. We've talked about it before. It is because Kryptonians mm-hmm. they can't give natural birth, and so this whole like organic thing was kind of wait like, what is a, oh yeah totally so that's a thing that's also probably why it's wait. like an obsession thing wait. so it gets it gets wait. lost in like the class system of it all so Kryptonian I, what yeah Krypton being a utopia not not really wait. Kryptonians can't give natural birth. When was, when did we, when did we know this? What? It's in, it's in Man of Steel, like, because Superman is the first natural birth, and, oh, and it's heresy okay. to do that. And oh, this scout right, ship is older. Have, I just, it's, it's this scout ship is older than the wow. new policies. So yeah. it's still oh, he's a free birth. Yeah, it yeah. still ah, maintains he's, its he's, organic quality, but it's doesn't, also doesn't come of, from the tubes. Yeah, it's part of the organic oh, that, uh, or. Um, yeah, and that, yeah. that reminds me of the old uh, tabletop role playing game BattleTech. I read like fifty of those books as a kid, and the clans like they they're all genetically engineered, and you know they all like born out of test tubes, and anybody who's uh, born naturally is is looked down upon, spat upon in the caste system mm. as free birth. So Superman's a free birth, yeah, very yes, much so, like Kryptonian uh, society. Yeah, and is is that just in Man of Steel, or because I don't remember that from the comics? No, um, no, this is just for this movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, just right, for, just cool. for this cinematic universe. Just like just like Spider Man's uh, organic web shooters. It's, yeah, it, they were like, let's make this for the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. and and to make Superman somewhat better than most Kryptonians is the fact that he's a natural birth. He has, he's not. Yeah, um, kind of like Brave New well, World. He's not. And- made an alpha or delta or anything like that yeah and also to sort of like uh single him out and make him special in birth like you know not a virgin birth but you know jesus yeah yeah exactly there you go (laughs) um but my question was going to be you know we've talked about this organic 
architecture before. And now I'm thinking, is that infringement on H.R. Geiger if he if it's not his work, right? Yeah. Well, the, no, they, not at all. No, you can the, the, Geiger like he you know I I'm not sh- I'm sure he got it from someone else, but like you can you know you can do art that's like creepy and slimy yeah. and looks like a bunch of dicks and <laughs> vaginas put together, and it's not infringing on his. You know, it, people will look at it and see and and say that oh this design looks Geiger esque, yeah. but it's not like you owe Geiger money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've said Geiger esque so many times even before. Uh, yeah, had, I just had never, to have. I just never knew if that was. It just came across my mind, um, but in this in this minute we have you know the Justice League here. Obviously, we have Flash who's carrying the casket. Uh, just a great shot of the Flash doing did, you know whatever. Do they have it like on on a, on the on one of those little. It's like, on a gurney. Uh, it's on a straight up wheel. gurney. It's on a gurney. Yeah. Okay, like right. <laughs> like an old metal one too. Yeah, just this dolly that they've got going on. But yeah, it's it. It's just funny to be like, oh, here's the minute you have, and oh, what is the Flash doing? Well, he's moving a casket. This is this is what la, you signed. La, 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 la. This is what you signed up for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I, I? I forget from from my my viewing when. Uh, so did they even check the casket to make sure he was in it to make sure it was him? They at any point. Uh, they just dug it up. The, they just dug up the box. They will. They didn't check. Right? Well, I mean, they'll they'll, they'll you know, open obviously it. they'll open it now. Yeah, no, but they like didn't when they dug before. him up, they didn't like be like, okay, let's make sure that he's in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'd be really funny, you know. They get to this point, and it's like, oh, empty it's box not here. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong box. Maybe he was at the one in the Capitol. Yeah, then it's so. Like a, oh man, then it then we got a real <laughs> big old like detective Batman. Got to do a heist. Yeah, got it. Got to do a body heist. Yeah. Which would have been the other thing too, right? Um, in like just Reign of the Supermen, if they had gotten the casket, opened it, and realized that he was no longer in there, it's because he is. They would do more like the comic books, and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, I've already come back, and I'm already at this." Oh, yeah, at, yeah. At my they they rolled the rock aside, and Jesus <laughs> is gone. <laughs> exactly. Whoops. We're here. Um, <laughs> Could so, be yeah. two on the nose, right? <laughs> Somebody directed some sunlight down in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it would have to be Lois Lane and and Gal Gadot as as Wonder Woman, and then they they both show up, and and you know the lid is is has been moved aside. Um, but yeah, yeah, so we have <laughs> we have the Flash moving the casket along. So he does. He basically takes us on a little. Uh, remembrance tour through the scout ship, and we see the Kryptonians, that, and we see the dead one. Yeah. We see the one that's that, open. That's Zod, right? Is that Zod's no. body in the? No. Who is that? Who's that? Just somebody that was on the ship. Yeah. So this okay. scout ship um was from like centuries centuries ago. ago, and at that time it was actually transporting um a couple prisoners and just some of the crew members. I believe were just in yeah. hypersleep, um, and then. Two of them one survived of the, the crash. One of them was the yeah. super criminal, and the other one was um, Kara Zorel. Kara, yeah, Kara. Super, yeah, yeah. It was actually Kara. Kara. Okay, yeah. yeah. So a female, uh, yeah. <laughs> me, my <laughs> dumbass. Female, <laughs> you sound like a Ferengi. <laughs> female. Oh jeez. Oh, yeah. So yeah, a hundred thousand years ago is when this ship crashed jeez. on Earth, and that's Supergirl and Dev N, and then that was wait. Yeah. Good memory. 100- 
okay, wait a sec. Hundred thousand years ago, but Kara Zarel is his cousin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay, so he got so Krypton blew up a hundred thousand years ago. I light I'm speed lost. is yeah, it's a hard thing to Yeah, I I mean I, I relativistic space travel okay. Sure, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Maybe maybe Kara uh, Zorel wasn't maybe in this universe they didn't plan on her actually being a cousin. Maybe it's cousin by Who knows? Right. Sure, and, you can be my my cuz, my <laughs> Yeah, everybody's born out of a tube anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, they, we, they just call each other cousin. They're not actually nobody's they're actually just clones, related. right? At this point. That's how they yeah, that's how they go yeah. about it. Yeah, so in the prequel comic, it's Supergirl and this is them. And but this dead body that we see here, this dead Kryptonian, is just one of the many people that were okay. killed in um the crash. N- not even a crash. They were killed in hibernation it was like oh um, yeah they like um, shut down this it was cryo- it, it, david cryostasis failure no it's sabotage what yeah. the dev m the one dev that escaped m, yeah. and fought supergirl at the end he <laughs> it's a pretty good prequel comic it, it's it's like uh alien covenant uh yes right? it is kind of like when, covenant. Dave, when david uh, yeah. you know not alien covenant um prometheus prometheus right he said Wait, it's been no, a Covenant has the one where they die in a. Michael Fassbender is the robot, but but yeah, yeah he kills a, well, Dave. Dave uh, he kills Dave Frank, not Dave Franco, right? Dave Franco. He kills one of the Francos, the one that's the captain. But at the, I mean, like you know, uh, at the beginning of Alien Three, all the Marines are, you know, everybody else is dead from you know failure of the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, yeah, just Ripley survived, right. and like Newt and uh, the commander. And uh, Bishop is just like a, you know, pieces. Exactly. So that's what happens with this scout ship. And so this open casket was always like, oh, hey, we want to reference that other Kryptonians may be here on Earth. And then there was like this, oh, there there was this other tangent. The ship knows he's here. That they wanted to do. They wanted to do this idea that, okay, why do Kryptonians look like humans? Well, 100,000 years ago, there was a Kryptonian that got out. And so maybe... Earth humans. humans look like Kryptonians. Yeah, and then it goes back to Prometheus, right? The engineers showed up. They create humans yeah. that look like them, and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So another tangent to Alien, besides xenogenesis, the yeah. or or what is the term for like? Uh, is it xenogenesis? Well, the, the idea of like uh, uh, life coming from from beyond Earth. It could could be. Let's go with that one. Um, Chris, I'll pass it out because I don't want to talk through the whole thing. But do you have any? notes you want to share for for this minute any notes on this no man i i mean like my only note was that the walls look like vaginas <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what i got that's what i'm bringing to the table Period, uh, that was it. yes I, I mean that's i i'm a simple man yeah with a with a simple eye yeah, yeah. and you know darn well that every single <laughs> lab tech that's been in this you know, in this has been thinking the same exact thing. It would be a yes. really cool thing if H.R. Geiger didn't even like exist in this world, and like that's maybe it comes from this. Yeah. Oh, where's yeah, that? You know, like the idea, like you know, this the existence of this Kryptonian ship and the fact that people are studying. Like, there has got to be like a blossoming, like sort of subculture of art and architecture right? based on Kryptonian stuff. Like you have to believe that, like within Metropolis, within Gotham, there are like gallery uh, showings of like this is Kryptonian inspired art, or like some somebody's building a skyscraper that's like this is based on crypt, you know, what we've learned from studying the Kryptonian architecture of this ship. 
uh, that's that's got to be a huge influence on. I mean, imagine like you know if if we get access to some sort of alien intelligence, alien life, alien art. Like uh, you you know you know the modern art and architecture scene is gonna eat that. Oh up yeah, one hundred percent. Assuming assuming the aliens aren't around to like you know kill us. Um, <laughs> if it's just like something that we can uh, absorb and take in without yeah. having to like deal with the messiness of actually uh, interacting with the aliens themselves. If it's just like, oh, look at these artifacts we found. Right. Like, we're going to have a, we're going to have a fucking field day with it. <laughs> Not like, wait, 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 <laughs> let me paint you first, Zap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> paint me like one of your French aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's what I want to see. Like art. You do? Yeah, oh, on it. 100%. If modern <laughs> art can go into, if we get like, faces of another alien race and then just start going through and just go in and mimicking old classic art but putting alien faces on them instead of human think of the mona lisa but like gray alien big eyes stuff <laughs> like that's awesome somebody has to have and done it's that. not that, like a satirical that. or somebody you know, google that like that's what i'm all about 100 percent. we're gonna get back into Betru- like marble molding and you the know, Vitruvian gray. Exactly. Like we're gonna have some sort of muse that's there's this lanky big headed guy and it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta be Mike you're gonna you're my Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but that's pretty good. Um no, I'm pretty much uh, all all tapped out for this one. My only note for this was that um the Flash is just the the slowest walker in this minute and um he's gotta be losing his freaking mind throughout all this right now. <laughs> the flash the slowest walker yeah he's yeah, in the back yeah. just holding up the caboose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. great yeah. and he it's like the, the coffin's just kind of rattling as he walks mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable it's like one of those narrow coffins try not to spill that please like you know Ca- cavill's like giant shoulders have to be like crunched into that tiny coffin. oh yeah <laughs> i didn't think about that actually like you know, it's a really they, narrow coffin for Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, you know, the old that? tiny coffins have that coffin shape yeah. because people have fucking shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a straight. Dracula was just yeah, two freaking basketballs on his on his arms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way Cavill actually would have. It could have been a tight end. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It's so narrow now that, and because the Flash himself is is very narrow, so to have that casket, real thin guy, meet meet his shoulders, it makes you wonder. It makes you, it makes you, yeah, yeah. So look at this thing. Just classic um, dimensions of just a box, just a classic rectangle. Yeah, and even mm, a good reference. Yes. I mean, in this minute, we see the suits. They <sighs> show up, and they're they they know he's here. And they, so these suits present themselves. And even looking at the suit, you go, "Would well, that suit fit in that casket?" as easily as you would think no. it is because God, no. there's also all, all that satin and padding that goes in the coffin as well so that but, takes up you room. know death shrinks us all <laughs> is that a saying it should be know. uh something like it, it's i think de- death makes us small there's some saying about um how death makes us smaller you know brings us all down to size mm, so to speak. Mm, except henry cavill probably <laughs> yeah it'll take a little <laughs> bit longer for that yeah um, not that long. The only other minute, so we do have a little bit of a scene change, and this is when we go into another set, and we see kind of like the remains of where General Zod was um, reborn himself into Doomsday in the last film. Wow. And then we see this kind of set design, which I kind of like this set design. 
as it has kind of like this step down into this pool and we see Aquaman, of course, he says the pit. Yeah, this is this is crazy. Oh, now this is crazy. And then um, he said, you two, I hope you two know what you're doing, um, which is no. fun to think I about don't. just because it's like, oh, it, it, we're depending on these two cyborg and the flash which are the two newest members of the justice league whereas mm-hmm. we have batman wonder woman and aquaman I mean, they, but at this point they're not depending on the flash the flash has yet to posit that he can power this exactly they're here they're here thinking that just that cyborg can interface with the ship which is silly but whatever um but this idea that you know the the human hacking machine can hack the alien thing because you know they're they're on the base they're based on the same sort of uh, computer architecture. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Right now, Cyborg's the only one who's going to do this. And then, like in two minutes or something, yeah, you know, be like, oh, we can't power it with the ship because blah 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 uh, safety something. And then Flash is like, oh, I, I can run really fast. Yeah, I'm a battery. <laughs> I agree with you. I think the uh, dialogue is just a little bit misplaced, unless. Aquaman is solely referring to the fact that Flash was the first one to verb verbally say verbally say that's redundant uh verbalize that they should bring Superman back from the dead. Um well I I, I think I think Aquaman talking about somebody being crazy is talking about Batman being crazy because at this point like Batman's leading and he's doing this all on faith. He's like giving up his his He's like, not this isn't a rational thing. He's just like, we have to do it, man. Yeah. Alfred, we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have faith. I have faith that I can bring this dude back. You could be right. Yeah. I, I guess I assumed it was Flash because he was looking in that direction. But yeah, you're right. It could be Cyborg and Batman who were like, no, this is something we have to do. So this is all Batman's idea. This is all it really plan. is. And it will continue to be his idea that pushes it through. <laughs> Even when people say, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. All right, we're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at DCEU Minute. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.